Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show on a Wednesday right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Joining us now as he does every single Wednesday is our guy from ESPN Radio, Freddie Coleman. Freddie and Fitzsimmons, 9 p.m. weeknights and no Red Sox baseball tonight because we're still on the All-Star break. So Freddie and Fitzsimmons heard right here on WDEV AM and FM and always streaming at WDEVradio.com. Freddie, we missed you last week because of a day Red Sox baseball against the Angels. We're happy to have you back this week. How are you? I'm good, my friend. Glad to be back in the mix. How's everything with you? Everything is good. We've uh, had a lot of things going on here in Vermont recently. We just had yeah. a kid a kid taken in the fourth round of the Major League Baseball draft, highest drafted Vermonter ever in the summer draft. So we're all pumped about a rebirth of baseball in the community. Well, the good thing is that people are excited about baseball on a local level, but now we need to see it take root when it comes to Major League Baseball investing more in it to keep developing everybody's going to see them. you got to bring them more to the public. And, yeah, I'm talking about Fernando Tati. I think that baseballs wake up, Brady, and recognize that. But I keep waiting for them to get dragged out of the 19th century, but it seems that they're taking their time doing that. Freddie, All-Star game last night. The biggest thing from the All-Star game seemed to be everyone upset about the uniforms. I will say this, and I said this at the start. I actually thought the blue uniforms were sick. The American League, I thought they were awesome. However, the best part of the All-Star game is seeing your guy wear your team's uniform. Do you agree with me there? I completely and 100% agree with you, Brady, and I never understood why they went away from that because that's a sense of pride, not just for the baseball team that they're representing, but also the people who have represented that baseball team, supported that baseball team that comes to the fans. Your team can be terrible, but I like the fact that Major League Baseball said that each team should be represented no matter what. So it has a sense of pride when you hear your player representing your team being announced as part of the all-star lineup, whether he's a starter or not. I understand that they wanted to try something different, and sometimes trying something different is not a good idea, but there was nothing wrong with having each city and each team represented by the uniform of the player from that city and that team. So I don't understand exactly why they decided to go away from that. You know, the NBA does that too, and I, I, I remember growing up seeing the NBA players wear their team's uniforms. I went through, that only happened for like four years. The NBA has historically yep. done this like, you know, east-west uniform where it's like one team's all red and one team's all blue. I want all teams mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah, I'm with you, but the good thing is about the NBA, when they put their all-star uniforms together, they look stylish and they look cool. You may not like the uniform color, but the scheme and everything else is on point. But, Brady, I'm with you. I long for those days. that It was not a long time they did that, but it was pretty cool when they had the NBA all-star game at Madison Square Garden and every guy had their own uniform of their team. I would love to see the NBA go back to that because that was pretty cool seeing Kobe Bryant and his Lakers uniform on the same to Carmelo in his Utah Jazz uniform against Michael Jordan in the Jordan White to the Chicago Bulls. That was pretty cool to see that when it only happened for a short amount of time. Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Freddie's show tonight, Freddie and Fitzsimmons, 9 p.m. right here on WDEV. Freddie, I want to move over to the Patriots. We're about you know two weeks or so away from the start of training camp, and Cam Newton put out a hype video on social media in which he claimed that for the first time since 2016-17, he's finally healthy in that shoulder. I love Cam. I want Cam to be the starter for all 17 <laughs> games, but I kind of wish Cam hadn't done that because if he's saying now he's one hundred percent there's going to be real expectations right day one of training camp and uh i kind of want cam flying under the radar a bit i don't mind you saying that brady but i will say this that's not 21st century thinking young man because that's not what people do in this day and age and cam newton wants to get everybody hyped up 
and get everybody ready for the season. And I'm glad that he put that out there to let people know that he's ready to go. But he better realize this. If you're going to put that talk out there, you better be able to walk it. You better be able to handle it. Because if he's not able to do that, Brady, that's not exactly a bad thing for the pages and their fan base because that means that Mac Jones is right and ready and the Mac Jones era can start sooner than later. So you can put all the hype videos out all you want. You can show people that you're ready to be that Cam Newton before 2016 when you had those injuries, but handle it or be handled. And especially when they did everything possible in the offseason to put better weapons around him and all those defensive guys are coming back to make that Patriots defense maybe as good as they were. But if he's not able to handle that, then all the hype and all the videos are not going to save him, and he's going to have to deal with that. And how he deals with that, we'll see exactly what kind of team player he says that he is or that he may not turn out to be. Hype videos are great, but you better be able, out, out, be able to be better than the hype. And if he's not better than that, then Mac Jones is going to be ready to take that spot and run with it for the Former Patriots, uh, you know, I guess former Patriots linebacker, defensive end hybrid Cassius March again was talking on a podcast saying that he didn't enjoy his time in New England and it's no fun. Does this sound like somebody who's got a legitimate gripe or somebody who just couldn't hack it in New England? I think it's a combination of all of what you just said, Brady, and everything and everybody is not going to be for everybody because there are plenty of people that love being part of the Patriot way and there are other people that chase underneath it. And I think it depends on what kind of person that you are. But you better realize this. If the Patriots draft you or you decide to sign with the Patriots as a free agent, you know what you've gotten yourself into. So yeah. if you're expecting everything to be roses and sunshine just because you're there, well, that's not Bill Belichick. He's not Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky. He's not Mr. Warm and Fuzzy. What's the old line, Brady, that you have to know your personnel? And that does not just go for players, but it also goes for anybody that you're going to play for, what kind of organization that you believe you can join. So – there have been plenty of guys that did not like the Patriot way, but they usually seem to say those things after they leave because the Patriots are really good about making sure you don't put stuff out there for public knowledge. But that Patriot way is not going to be for everybody. But that Patriot way has been able to represent the New England Patriots in a bunch of Super Bowls and win a bunch of Super Bowls. I'll trust that Patriot way working for those, whether they like it or not, than other guys who left the Patriot way and said that they did not have a lot of fun when they were a part of that. Freddie, I love football season, but I can't believe we're this close to it already. I was already seeing college football promos on ESPN. I can't believe yeah. that we're like not that far away. Well, you know it's really helped that the fact that we got the NBA Finals in July. Because yeah, that's never happened before. I mean, think about that, because usually around the All-Star break, other than the All-Star game and the home run derby the day before the All-Star game, there's nothing going on. And then you look forward to Big 12 media days and SEC media days and all the college football media days. But the fact that we got an NBA Finals game on a Wednesday and then on a Sunday and maybe a seven-game series, all of a sudden that bridge between the end of the NBA season and the beginning of football season just got a lot smaller. So I think that's why we have that sense of, man, less than two weeks from now, training camps are going to open in the National Football League. When you think about it, we're a month and a half away from opening up the NFL season in terms of final preseason games and preparation and rosters and everything like that. So. The NBA is doing us all a favor, and I hope they remember that next year where they have an 82-game season, have the finals happen around July 4th again because that's a good thing for everybody involved, whether you're a basketball fan or not. Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio, Freddie and Fitzsimmons, 9 p.m. tonight. Looking forward to listening. Freddie, we will talk to you again next week. My pleasure, Brady. Keep, uh, keep doing your thing, man. I'll talk to you soon.